Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Alpha Key Digital Podcast. My name is Tyler Wetzel, Director of Business Development. And I'm Alex Zinni, the CEO. And today we have a special guest with us. We have Paige Rost from Monreal IT, and we're going to let Paige introduce herself and give us a little bit about her background. Sure. Hi, um, my name is Paige, like Tyler said, and I'm the Marketing Manager for Monreal IT. We are a cybersecurity uh, and managed service company um, located here in Cleveland, Ohio, and I'm happy to be here today. Awesome. So you might be wondering why we have an IT person on today, and it's rather relevant to what we're on right now. And if you were living under a rock, you might not have known what was going on, but if you had any sort of a pulse um, previously this week, Facebook was down for, what, six, seven hours? Facebook was down for six or seven hours, and, and they were hacked. They were hacked. And it's, it's, I had so many people, now that I work you know, in marketing you know, full-time, I had so many people ask me, like, what happened? What happened? And I'm just like... Trying to explain it, and it's it's crazy to to see what's happened, but you know it just goes to show if something like Facebook goes down for six or seven hours, how much turmoil it yeah. really goes through. Well, it's not just Facebook, but Instagram and Messenger too, and WhatsApp. What, WhatsApp too, so yeah. you know that's WhatsApp is is like globally used for people to communicate and Messenger. And I know like Paige and I were talking before the uh, before we started recording. Like I was checking Instagram. Like I realized how <laughs> compulsively I check Instagram. Because yep. I was like opening it, it's like stories not loading, and it's like, oh, the Facebook's down today, Instagram's down, and then like 20 minutes later, oh, I did it's, it again. It's like the the next form of human evolution, where it's like technology is embedded into us. Yeah, right. And it's like our phones are an extension of our body. Yeah. And so it's like, it's just, it's impulse to it's, check. It's impulse, yeah. Even when uh, Facebook and Instagram came back up, I'm like, maybe I should just like, you know, stay off and do like a little social media detox. It'd probably be good for me to do something like that. Did, that, did it work for you? No. <laughs> right, exactly. No, because as, as soon as it was back home, I'm like, oh, refresh, and then it's yeah. like, yeah. I don't know why we care so much about other people's lives, but... Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, the psychology behind it is really interesting, yeah. and that's one of the things uh, that Tyler and I have been researching a little bit is like the neuroscience of marketing, mm -hmm. and uh, there, is a, there is a psychological component to that. I mean, I found myself just thinking about like, like it's silly thoughts like what should my first story be now that this is back on like what, what are you <laughs> right? even thinking about this like who cares but right yeah well so i think for us though it's it really helps us because it shows if facebook is down and like your business you put most of it out on facebook if you don't have a good website mm -hmm. as well i mean it's like you, you don't have anything then because if facebook's down people are then looking at your website looking to check them to your google and see all that kind of stuff. So it just shows like that stuff is really important as yeah. well. Well, Paige, for Monreal IT, what kind of like social media platforms do you guys use? Yeah, we have um, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I think we use LinkedIn the most. Um, that's kind of where like our, our you know target audience is. Um, we do not have Instagram. We've thought about you know starting Instagram page, but. Um, you know, for now we're just really, you know, hitting it hard on LinkedIn. Yeah. Cause you yeah. guys do B2B. Yes. Yeah. So LinkedIn is definitely a great place to be when you want to find clients that 100%. way. 100%. Yep. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, I mean, if Facebook can be attacked like this, it just shows that anybody is susceptible to something like that. So Paige, you know, turn it over to you. I mean, who can be susceptible to these like cyber attacks and stuff? Absolutely everyone. And I think that bigger companies maybe fear it a little bit more and, and generally they have more protocols in place to you know prevent things like that from happening, but it can still happen. Um, these hackers are extremely advanced and they know exactly what they're you know what they're doing and, and how to do it. Um, 
a big problem we see today are like these small to medium sized businesses though um, they don't really feel that they have enough budget to sort of you know have cybersecurity um, they don't really think that they're targets and unfortunately that's just not the case because these hackers know that they're thinking that mm -hmm. and they go for them first um, but this should serve as a warning to all large businesses that you know you can't take a step back you can't turn your head for just a second because one gap in you know your infrastructure and everything's gone yeah it's so specifically for like these large businesses like facebook you know you think that they're invulnerable to any mm -hmm. sort of hacking or attacks when it's pretty obvious that you know they can get attacked and it's interesting is the night before this happened on 60 minutes mm -hmm. they had that whistleblower come through yeah yep. so it's the timing is is very interesting that they yeah. would be attacked after that yeah no absolutely and i mean it you say like any size business i mean my hometown geneva ohio their tax department was hacked it was a foreign entity that hacked and got people's tax return information mm -hmm. it was a certain percentage of the town you know and luckily my parents weren't affected by that you know my sister and her family weren't affected by that but I mean that just goes to show I mean anybody is at risk for that right and so it just I mean it, it's really important what are some of the page what are some of the common like cyber attacks like like I know encryption is a big one or, or what are some of yeah. the big ones you, you notice yeah like email phishing is huge um, you know people get sent all these emails all the time like from their bank from different places like online shopping this and that and these hackers are really really good at camouflaging um, so they come in and it looks just like your bank wants wants you to reset your password um, or you know change something in your account and just like that they're in and, and hmm. they now have access to all of your information um, so you know I I recommend companies do like employee uh, email phishing training um, things like that have Barracuda, some type of like spam filter, um, and just you know, don't open things right away. Don't go clicking on things. Um, check the URLs. A lot of times, mm -hmm. like the URLs, uh, not the URL, the from address mm -hmm. is a huge red flag. Um, like right. one letter off or like a weird symbol or something in there. Mm -hmm. um, just ask somebody about it or you know delete it. If somebody really needs you for something, they're gonna call you. Yeah, yeah. it's like um, I've got emails to like my personal Gmail recently that's spam, and mm -hmm. it's like the signature is from one person, and then their email address yes. is totally different. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, okay, you tried, but but that's the thing though is that there's people that are getting these, you know, older people or people that you know don't know what to look for. And they're like, oh, they're trying to get to me. There was a time where I legitimately was waiting for uh, an email from a client. And the email that came through that was spam was their exact first name. And I was like, oh, they finally replied to me. So I opened it and I was like, oh, this isn't them. Hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. I mean, it's just a coincidence. Yeah. But it just goes to show if you're not thinking of it right you can be anybody can be fooled you want to be on guard for that and like I've had they can be sneaky like I've had uh, you know my dad you know he said you know he thought he got an email from AT&T about his account and you know we looked at like the sender and it was ATTT mm -hmm. you know it was like one extra T but on a glance it looked like yeah. you know ATT.com yeah so they get they can be pretty sneaky and fool even the most like you know, conscious people, so you always have to right. be on top of it. Yeah, and I, I've lately been getting Norton renewal emails. Yeah. I haven't had Norton antivirus in years, mm -hmm. especially since I have a MacBook now. Like, I 
I haven't had Norton in so long. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't think I've ever personally had it. It's like me and my parents' computer grow, growing up, but yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. I've had like probably five of those in the last week. Really? Yeah, they must be bored or, or yeah. need something to do. They really want your to. business. Yeah, no, absolutely. So other than email, what's another common one, email phishing? Um, like people getting your passwords. Uh, it's probably not a good idea to have like your cat's name, one, two, three, as your password for everything. Um, you know, making the passwords 15 to 20 characters, uppercase, lowercase, numbers, symbols, and different for, you know, all your you know, social media, your, like, bank, anything that you're logging into, you know, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the iPhones, they have, like, the password uh, tool in there to, like, save them, so you don't have to, like, write them down. I definitely don't recommend anybody write them down anyways. Yeah. Um, we use LastPass, which is... So do we. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. a like really, LastPass. really easy tool to use. It's, like, right on your computer, and it autofills, um, which is really convenient like, I don't even know what the passwords are because it just auto-generates. Mm-hmm. Um, My only gripe with LastPass is that you can't LastPass your LastPass yeah. sign-in. Yes, <laughs> I've gotten locked out of my LastPass. That's, that's my only gripe. So. It's not yeah. a good feeling. But, but then yeah. that would be count- like that would kind of defeat right. the purpose, though. Right, no, absolutely. But if somebody gets your LastPass login, then... Yeah, exactly, you're you know, out of luck. But you think they're pretty secure. Right, no, absolutely. And I've noticed that, like, I've had friends, like, this happened recently with a friend of mine where she got a... a a message through Facebook from a friend that someone that she thought was her friend and it was a spam account and basically what they were asking her for was like oh I can't remember when it's your birthday but I want to make sure I have it on my calendar oh stuff yes. like that and then she gave that info away and her Instagram got hacked and they started trying to sell cryptocurrency to other well, people or something because well, that's your security questions yeah that's why like if you ever see on Facebook like people like sharing things like oh like pick what was your favorite you know, TV show in the 80s. Right. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Because people that want to find your information will find those posts. Right. And they'll go, oh, okay, well, their first car was a Chevy. Like, you know, yeah. and it's like, they yeah. learn those things. And that's like legitimately where that started from. You might think it's some like silly, you know, innocent thing, but mm-hmm. it like legitimately can cause issues. Well, it's kind of like, and it's like those, uh, um, those like quizzes that you can take. You know, where it's like you have to give them all their information to take the stupid quiz to figure out what kind of snake you are or whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. right. What you kind know, of butterfly are you? Yeah, what kind yeah. of butterfly am I today? Yeah. And it's like when you do that, you sign all your rights away right. to, you know, these typically Chinese data companies, you know, and uh, or, or Russian. Those are the two kind of big ones. And, like, as, um, as webmasters ourselves, the amount of, like, Russian hackers that try to get into websites that we have on our hosting platform is crazy. Yeah. And that's a small business thing. Like, a small business that has very little uh, traffic on their website, and they really only have it up because they know they need one and they don't really use it for marketing, is still trying to get... It. Russian, you know, hackers are still trying to get into it to mm-hmm. hack that server. Mm-hmm. So, like, to your point, Paige, even s- the smallest of businesses need to have some cybersecurity in mm-hmm. place. So if you're sitting down with a small business owner and they want to learn about cybersecurity, like what's one of the first things that you ask them or your your team? Like what are you trying to find out? Um, If they have a firewall, um, if they use two-factor authentication, that's another pretty big one. Um, Like if you go to log in to, you know, whatever it is, um, it's going to send something to your phone or your email. Mm -hmm. So not only do you need to know the password, but you have to have another device or another piece of information um, to get in. A lot of people use Duo. We use Duo. Um, You know, what they're, you know, 
like if their servers are secure, um, a lot of, you know, stuff's moving to the cloud, so like cloud security, um, yeah, I mean, the list goes on, but mm -hmm. we, um, at Monrail at least, we kind of practice um, the NIST uh, cybersecurity framework and the elements to that are recover, identify, protect, detect, and respond. So generally, we want to make sure that all those bases are covered, and that's just the basics mm -hmm. um, for, you know, something we would consider like a, a good cybersecurity protocol. Okay. Yeah, so that's something anybody could use. Do you think even like personal homes like could, could benefit from stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, like absolutely. Families? Yep. Well, I think especially with, you know, a lot of people still doing virtual schooling and stuff, mm -hmm. too. I mean, it's important for the schools to have it, but it's also probably super important for the, the families to yeah. have it, too. You mm -hmm. know, make sure your kid stuff is secure. You know, it's like, you know, you leave your kid on Zoom for the day with their classroom, and, you know, you don't want someone hacking in and watching them or, right. or something. That's you know? what they were doing to, like, baby monitors at one yeah. point. They were getting hacked yeah. with cameras. I know the, the, net, the ring... The ring cameras. The cameras were getting hacked. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like anything. Can anything can be hacked if it's connected anything. to the internet. Yeah. 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 And then, so what is it? Because, I mean, I don't even know myself. What is a firewall? Uh, like, or I guess, like, I should say, like, like what kind of... Uh, I'm trying to think about how I can phrase this. So, like, because I use MacBooks. Mm -hmm. So, I'm totally ignorant to a lot of these, like, different things when it comes to security. Well, so, right. Like, We're so used to it. It just built in. Like, yeah. I don't worry about it. And maybe there it. are vulnerabilities to MacBooks I don't understand. But, like, just basic terminology yeah. for firewall. Yeah. So, um, it's a network security system that monitors and controls incoming and outgoing network traffic. Oh. Okay. So, it's oh. kind of like having all eyes on all the activity going in and out mm -hmm. and that's something that like a managed service provider like ourselves would provide we would do that for mm -hmm. another company if they don't have their own internal IT department mm -hmm. and it actually like flags you know suspicious activities so you can stop it before before it happens okay yeah no that's that, that sounds like good. super important yes yeah, yeah it's yeah. critical especially so, if your company's doing sorry Alex yeah especially if your company's doing a lot of like transactions you know like sales and stuff mm -hmm. too it's probably super important yeah. to keep not only your information safe but also your customers information right mm -hmm. one of the first things I do when I go on a website also is like the SSL certifications mm -hmm. you know I make sure there's that lock key on the website mm -hmm. you know so you know it's secure yeah and I didn't even like really realize that was a super important thing until when I was at the chamber people would call and say hey we're signed up for membership you know and there was a point in time where that key that lock wasn't there mm -hmm. and so we had to do a few things you mm -hmm. know to to make sure that was there you know so it's important to to have that there and and to make sure your customers are feel safe mm -hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely because you're for the chamber website which is tied in the chamber master yeah you know any sort of vulnerability you know to chamber master could be exposed through that too so you know these different uh, websites are communicating with with each other, and you want to make sure that they're secure. And an SSL certificate, you know, mm -hmm. does that. So we always provide that for clients. Um, but going back to kind of Facebook and this this outage and, and and all of that, do we know? Like Tyler, did you look up? Did we know what happened yet in terms of like? What's that page do you know? I I think it was something with their DNS. Mm -hmm. Is what I read. So the DNS, so just so everybody knows, is called it's a domain name server. And it's what, um, like, servers on the, it's, it's basically, you know, Facebook.com. It's like their yes. domain. So what happened with those? Um, I, something was intercepted, and because there are so many different, you know, programs involved in Facebook's, you know, um, you know system, they just, they all went down. There was, there was something else. It wasn't only the DNS, but there was something else, and then, 
you know, those two in conjunction is what caused like the hour long or the six so hour like six long. Six or seven six hours, hour yeah. yeah. It was a while. Yeah. It, it's sort of like, um, I mean, Alex and Paige, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I sort of described it to people. They're like, describe like I, I'm a fourth grader. I'm like, okay. It's like the Google Maps, like you had your start point and your finish line. Those were both there, but everything in between was gone. Yes. So it had no way to get there. And I mm. also read like somewhere that, um, People who were already signed in to like their Google Drive account were able to continue working on there, but if you had to sign in, you couldn't sign into your Google Google Drive. Was yeah, like there was some. Yeah, Google yeah. was part was sort of a factor too. I know yeah. a lot of people had Gmail issues and so stuff. So it was definitely something with like being able to log into things as well. Like if you were already logged in, you were good. Hmm. But if you were not logged in, you you couldn't. And yeah, we're always signed in, so that's mm -hmm. why we didn't have issues. Well, it's, and on our phones, like every time I opened up Facebook or Instagram, it showed me the la the last posts I saw. You know, because yeah. our phones they cache, mm -hmm. so it was just pulling up that last thing that we saw. Right. So I got really familiar with a couple posts. <laughs> right, like six hours that yeah. it was out. Well, yeah. yeah, no. If you try doing it on desktop, it just told you like the page doesn't right. exist. Yeah, so exactly. it's like it's like oh, this is bad. So that I don't think anybody's taking credit for it yet. At least that I've seen. Yeah, it that's surprising. Me it was like anonymous or something, mm -hmm. but nobody really wants to talk about it, which I think is interesting. That is weird too. It's it's weird. It also makes you think like what else is going on in the world that this sort of covered up because there's always well when something big happens or something else happens at the same time i think the most reasonable thing in this i mean i'm not i don't want to get in like conspiracy theories right. or anything crazy like that but like after that whistleblower mm -hmm. and then it goes down like maybe they were all shredding documents over there and or, getting rid oh of like God. their yeah. online stuff and just purging who knows yeah. like well they were i mean the she basically said that they're researching like 13 you know kids that are on facebook that aren't supposed to be you know because they're doing they're trying to create this like instagram for kids yeah. yeah and so they're collecting their data to try to market this new app and so a lot of people are like do you think they're still going to do it this and that it's i think they're i don't think they're going to do it for a while until maybe this blows over or whatever but like why would they think that's a good idea there's like no research that shows social media is good for yeah. You know, well, you can't. You can't. Even, I don't even think you can sign up for Facebook. Unless, yeah, you have to be thirteen. Like, you know, you could lie or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we I mean, playing like games online when I was a little kid. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thirteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's easy to set up those accounts where it's like you don't need a, a yeah. an adult oh, to help. Sure. Well, someone suggested, um, you know, well, what if now when you sign up, you somehow like scan your your ID. Oh and it's like that is going to be a huge problem for cybersecurity mm. because someone gets in there and all of a sudden they have everyone's address and driver's license information. Yeah. Well, what about like it, it, like for phones, like with your wallet app or anything? Yeah. Are there ways that people can steal that information? Like Probably. Yeah, there's got to be. Probably. I think you'd have to be very sophisticated though. Like this hack on Facebook, it has to be someone very... Yeah. Very good. Like, knows what they're doing. Yeah. You know, eventually will work for the government. Well, I do know you that. Know, oh, they're probably... Yeah, well, you know, a lot of yeah. hackers do that where yep. they hack in and then they go to the company and they say, this is what we did. You can buy this information if you want, yep. you know. But, like, I, I heard in New York City, this was a, a while ago, that there was somebody, they created some sort of device where, you know, if you had your phone exposed or whatever, and let's say you were on the subway, like, they could just come up to you with their phone mm -hmm. and clone your phone onto their phone. You know, so they could have all of your information. I don't know how that works or what. I don't know if it, I don't, that doesn't make any sense to me how that could even work. But like, there are people trying to develop that. You know, where they can just clone all of your information just by being in proximity. I think they can do that. Yeah. Well, there was for the longest time people would like put those 
like devices on like gas pumps mm-hmm. and like you'd put your card in it and it would mm-hmm. steal all your information mm-hmm. and you wouldn't well, even yeah. know it. I mean, there's times where if like I'm traveling and it's like a interesting looking gas station, mm-hmm. I'll like shake the the thing to make sure it's like a legit reader. Mm-hmm. You know, but now you got the the chip readers that you just hold it up to and yeah. you don't even put your card in it. Well, think about so. it. If it's scanning, there it's somehow emitting something to to read. So if you can just scan the phone, you know, and steal their info, it's possible. Yeah. And then I'll give another example. Shout out to Brian at Torva Local, Brian O'Donnell. He was telling me about how there are people they can go like they go into neighborhoods and they mimic a Wi-Fi. Like so, like let's say your Wi-Fi is name oh, is WX10, oh, no. and they come in and they do w, WX101. Or something, and then people log into it thinking that they're on their own Wi-Fi, and they steal all of their stuff. And there's people that go around doing that, mimicking Wi-Fi. So they'll go to Starbucks, and they'll they'll create a Wi-Fi Starbuck or something, you know. And people are thinking they're logging into that when they're just logging into this other person's oh Wi-Fi, God, and they get everything that you have. It, it's so like, you really have to pay attention to even that. Yeah. It's there's just so many layers. It's just like an onion. Like once you think you're done, like no, you still got more. They keep creating, you know, it's, more and more stuff. It's like imagine if these people put that effort into things that would actually be beneficial to society. Well, they do too because there are professional hackers that work with companies to prevent stuff like that. Yeah, there was a guy, let me look up his name. There was someone who, he like was an insanely genius hacker and he works for like a cybersecurity company Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Well, it's like like criminals often end up working for government yeah. or consulting for the government. What's his name? The guy from Wolf of like Wolf of Wall Street, oh, based yeah. on Jordan, Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort. I mean, he ended up part of his deal was to work for the government right. to find these you know companies that are shorting stocks. Yep. And same with uh, Catch Me If You Can, Frank you know? Abagnale Jr. Both played mm-hmm. by Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's interesting. Yeah. It is interesting because he was hired by the FBI to catch people passing bad checks. Right. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, yeah, I did. I saw that. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. It's very. They were both I mean, good movies. I, this is a, an aside. Any Leonardo DiCaprio movie, I will watch. Really? I don't care. Any, You're a Leo fan? It's like him and Mark Wahlberg. I'll, I'll watch. Did you ever see what's uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Yes. Yeah. I, yes. Any any movie. Any movie yes. So yeah, we we sidetracked ourselves. But what was the name? Do you guys have the yeah, uh, yeah. guy's name? Johnny Martinelli, uh, aka Johnny Xmas, like mm. Christmas. Um, yeah, he. Let's see. He he right now is working for um, Casada, which is an Australian cybersecurity firm. Nice. You may have heard of it. It's huge. Um, but he's most well known for um, TSA Master Key, the TSA Master Key leaks um, mm. in 2014. Oh, wow. But he, yeah. So he it's hacked the crazy. TSA, the government. Yeah. Nuts. That'll get Nuts. people's attention. They always have like nicknames. You always realize that. They, yeah. Well, yeah. Always you put your name yeah, out there. Yeah, like, Johnny oh. Xmas. <laughs> you know, like Johnny Xmas. The Wolf of Wall Street. Like they always have like like their serial killers. Like every serial killer has like a weird nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's something to that. Yeah. You criminal know. element. You gotta have an alias. But it'll be interesting to see like how things moving forward with Facebook and Instagram. What's happened? All this stuff. Like. Because I think there's going to be some legislation that has to come down. There has to be, especially like everybody knew Facebook was messing with their algorithm. Yeah, but this to takes this extent, time. yeah, yeah this. I mean, you're you're messing with people's lives. I mean, well, yeah. Well, this you, is like some people's jobs, you know, like yeah. when people get banned from YouTube, like if they're if that's their career, and all of a sudden now they can't post a video for thirty days or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's bad, and like all the people that are advertising on Facebook, some people run their whole business on Facebook yeah. and Instagram. Right. Absolutely, that's what we were talking about the day of. It's like think about how many people across the country mm-hmm. right now can't work who are not working. 
yeah. their whole job revolves around Facebook or Instagram. You know, and so it, it's it was it was pretty crazy. I think it woke up a lot of different people. I mean, it was only six hours, but like next time it could be two or three days. Yeah, I mean, anytime you, anytime like Facebook's gone down in the past, it's like thirty minutes. It was the the last time they went down was two thousand eight. Yeah, I was in high school when the last time it went down. It, it was interesting because I'm you know me I'm I'm big on Twitter like I love Twitter that's what I, I spend most of my sp- social media time on mm-hmm. other than like stuff for work because we have clients that we do Facebook for but Twitter was blowing up oh yeah and someone actually showed that the domain Facebook.com was for sale and Jack Dorsey the CEO of Twitter. Quote tweeted it and said how much and like <laughs> it got so much engagement. He's the biggest troll ever. He is hundred percent. And I wonder what that would like if they're friends like Mark Zuckerberg and Jack. I Dirk. doubt they're it. Probably I don't. Not friends. I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is probably not friends with a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean he's a creepy dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, he is. Yeah, they all kind of are, honestly. Well, I, I think the tech you guys that, are creepy. You have to have some sort of ego to be at that point. Yeah. In life, like you have to. Like, For sure. And, like, it's like, oh, you have billions of dollars, great. What else, you know, what factor do you have? Like, Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, like, idolize him. You know, it's a, that's a whole other I, Yeah, I don't understand that necessarily either. Yeah, me neither. Not too many people idolize Jeff Bezos. No, no, they just, they just <laughs> sing that song. You ever hear that Jeff no. Bezos song? Okay, no. well, yeah. I'll, I'll, st- I'll show you it later. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Have you heard it, Paige? Yeah. They got big on TikTok, you know, my favorite app that we always talk about on uh-huh. this podcast. Yeah, but, TikTok uh, is big. It uh, it's it's it was made as a parody, mm-hmm. but it just like blew up. So okay, so now I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to segue back into you know Monreal IT. Like when you guys like work with a company, um, do you like if if somebody's like you know let's say there's a ten person company, um, do you have a way to monitor people's like machines? Like let's say they're going on a Facebook or they're going on these websites. Like, is there a way to buffer them, like, from getting, picking up any sort of, like, clicking on a link or, you know, through Facebook? Yeah, a lot of that is the firewalls um, and, you know, if you're on the managed service side, our systems monitor all the activity. So, um, depending on, like, the strength of your firewall, it won't even let you go, it won't even open certain web pages, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but it's, it's all what what you want like sometimes ours is up too high like at monreal and i'm trying to go to like a website i go to all the time and it, it's like oh go back oh, <laughs> so really? yeah you know there's different settings but yeah i mean definitely like the managed security services um definitely allow us to monitor that you so know 24 7 so managed like managed it like like what does that mean exactly for a customer or like a client what are they what is what is that sure so if you think about um you know, like a, a really big company, a lot of times they have an, an entire internal IT department. And oftentimes in that case, there's, you know, someone or a whole team that's doing cybersecurity, a whole team that's doing something else, something else. Um, so smaller companies a lot of times will opt for a managed service provider where they might they might have like one IT employee, um, but that's not really enough to, to cover all the um, ground that needs to be covered so they'll hire a managed service provider we do all of the IT for them mm-hmm. um, we have technicians that are available to come in if if need be um, we can remote into um, people's devices if like you know they're having some type of issue um, so it's, it's just like the same thing as having an internal department but instead of you know Joe coming over from IT to fix your computer we you know can just nice. go right on to your to your 
right onto your device. It's a cost-effective way, and that's kind of yes. what we do. We're kind of like the outsourced marketing team for a lot of our clients as well. Right. You know, and it's it's a really great business model, or it's a really great thing for small businesses who are growing and they want to grow and they want you know a marketing team and they want an IT team. Yes. And instead of having them in house, they they trust us with it. So it's definitely you know. the most cost-effective way to go as far as Yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. So during the shutdown, I mean, were you guys rather busy because people were switching to working at home rather than in the office? Oh, you yeah. mean like the COVID shutdown? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah um, we definitely had a lot of people concerned, you know, all of a sudden they're on, they're, all their employees are at home. Um, that's a huge risk for cybersecurity. Also, you know, companies that didn't want to go with Zoom, uh, maybe were interested in Cisco WebEx um, for their virtual meetings and things like that. So, yeah, it was, it was definitely a shift. Um, but at the same time, there was an increase in cybersecurity incidents because people were cutting back on their budgets. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, people think that cybersecurity is where you should cut back. And it's yeah, just no. not the case. No. Um, so yeah, we, we saw you know a little bit of everything, but it's definitely different, and I think it's going to stay this way. I think a lot of people really like a hybrid situation, or they want to work from home, and it's definitely you know throwing um, a wrench in the typical you know IT ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, absolutely. I mean, you have a lot of people now that always worked you know in an office setting, and they're having to to work from home now. Right. You know, it was, it was just, it was an adjustment for me. I mean, when I was at the chamber, you know, you know, thankfully I, I never lost my job. I never had to cut back hours, you know, I was full time. I couldn't work at home. Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't. Got the dogs, got everything going mm-hmm. around and stuff. And so, you know, that was important for me. But I know many places are, they now have that option. If employees are, aren't feeling good, they, but they don't want to miss work. Hey, you work from home, take your yeah. computer home with mm-hmm. you every night and you have it. Yeah. And so that's interesting. So. Um, when a company, so say I'm a small business, which we are, right, and we want to work with Monreal IT, what's the process like, you know, from setup to maintenance and stuff like that? Yeah, so generally we would start off, um, at least as, as far as security goes, with an assessment. We do complimentary security assessments, so we'll come in and kind of like set everything up um, in your infrastructure, and it'll be a week, two weeks, a month, kind of whatever's necessary. And at the end of that, we'll pull a report, and it'll actually show you, you know, where your vulnerabilities are in your network, where the gaps are, and then from there, you kind of like develop a plan or a strategy to remediate them. Um, whether you know you just want like one or two services, like individually, or if you want to go like the managed service route, um, you know, we'll we'll definitely have a few conversations, talk about what your needs are, what your budget is, um, and what you're looking for, and. Uh, we'll be pretty transparent and honest with you, with, you know, what you need if, if you're really, really susceptible to um, some, cy- you know, cyber attacks and all that. We'll tell you and we'll make sure that you're secure and you're ready to go. Do you guys work with any Mac systems, Mac setups, or is everything kind of Windows-based? Mostly Windows. Um, it's different with Mac, obviously, because they, you know, don't really get um, malware and, and all that, but... Yeah, most of our clients are, are Windows. Mm-hmm. I say that's one of the reasons why I love my Mac products is because I yeah. didn't yes. have to buy antivirus or I anything like that. Why is it? Why is that the case? It's stuff that's built into your actual computer. So that oh, makes okay. me wonder why, like, if they have that technology, why these other, you know, companies don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just right. Really, must be expensive. 
Or they have patents on it or something. I don't know if that's something you can really patent, Maybe you can't patent. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's also, I mean, they're a company that has, you know, like, frequent buyers. Like, that brand loyalty is huge for them. Mm -hmm. Whereas other brands, it might, it's not. Right. Well, it's also, I mean, some people can't afford them. I mean, you can get a $300 Windows unit, you know, computer, and that's a lot different than a minimum of a $1,200 laptop. Right. So maybe that's part of the reason, too, that they... I think so, yeah. A lot of our clients um, are, like, manufacturers, um, like, retail, things like that. They don't... They wouldn't really have a need for a Mac. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, hospitals and and all that, they normally use Windows. That's a good point. So it's just part of it's, like, you know, the the industries that we kind of work with. So what what are, like, uh, you know, like, just just to give yourself, like, a plug, um, what are some, like types of clients that Monreal, you know, would like to work with? Like, what's a good referral for you type? Sure. Uh, healthcare, manufacturing, um, any any warehouse, um, retail, distribution, um, construction, I'm not sure if I mentioned that, but we can do anything from, you know, 10 seats to 40 seats would probably be, like, the sweet spot. Um, with, with managed service, we could go up to 100 um, seats, and then um, our like network uh, side of it um, would probably be like you know from fifty to like I don't know two fifty. Okay. When you say seats, do you mean like you, like units? Users. Like yeah, users. like people okay. who use a computer. Gotcha. You know? Do you guys do hardware as well? Yes. Okay, so you yes. can equip, you can fully equip a company. Com- yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we well, do like refreshes and and all that. So yeah, we're completely like full service IT. Okay. So, and where can they? Uh, we're going to wrap up this podcast now. Um, where uh, can they reach you at? Like, what's your email? Sure. Um, my email is pross, that's P-R-O-S-T, at monrealit.com. And you can also check out our LinkedIn page, Monreal IT, and our website is monrealit.com. Awesome. Well, for, as a first guest, I can say you killed it, Paige. Thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you. It's Thanks for having me. We had a great time. And uh, until next week, we'll talk to you then. Peace. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.